Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. So if you haven't watched the first uh, six habits, you may wanna, might want to go back and just kind of view those before you watch this one. Um, but it, the irony of today's particular habit is it's actually the first six habits in action. What do I mean by that? Today's habit is that the top 10% are continuous learners and they are intentional doers. Okay, continuous learners, intentional doers. So I remember when we launched the TV channel, it was probably episode number three or episode four. Um, can't remember exactly the title, but I'm gonna look at my production guys right now. I think it was learners are earners and leaders are readers, something along those lines. And so, uh, so it's, it's, it's not a new idea and, and I'm sure one that you've heard uh, numerous times throughout your career. But the real question is, what is your learning plan? Right. What is what is the intentionalness with which you are learning so that you can do with equally or even more intention? Here's what I find. I find that people that are not learners, they don't have a continuous learning track, execute in the marketplace poorly. And when you're when you don't have a learning track and you're not gaining knowledge, it is hard to be an intentional doer because you cover up your inefficiencies and your mistakes that reveal themselves from not learning with busyness. So in this particular episode, I want you to be thinking about this idea right now that the day that matters most is today. And what makes today work is not what you actually do today. What makes today work is what you did yesterday, maybe the day before, maybe over the last week, maybe it was a book you read in the last month, maybe any of those things have some kind of compounding impact to what happens today. But when we talk about being a continuous learner, you have to first of all understand where do you need learning. And so learning is a decision. Learning is a, um, a decision after taking a, an x-ray of the things you do, and the things you do well, the things you do not so well, the things that you know you must, must improve. And, and what learning has to lead to is it has to lead to three specific things. Okay, the first thing that learning has to lead to is it has to lead to accumulated knowledge that facilitates action. If I don't know how to do the thing, I will not do the thing or I will do it poorly. One of the examples I've used for 25 years is if I don't know how to make a high trust sales call, I will either make sales calls poorly or I won't make sales calls at all because after a series of poor sales calls, you're not gonna wake up saying, I wanna do that again. You're just not. And that is kind of this science between call excitement versus call reluctance, right? So knowledge is about doing the thing, gaining the knowledge so that you can take the action. Knowledge without action is simply that, knowledge. 
And whatever you know doesn't matter unless you use what you know to create some facilitated move forward kind of outcome. So that's number one. Number two is when you're in a continuous learning mode, the action then must be improved. So knowledge leads to action. Once I have the action going, it doesn't mean it's at level 10 in terms of perfection. It means now I've got to master that action. Because one of the things we know about top 10% performers is they pursue mastery through learning, through role playing, through doing. They pursue mastery because what they realize is that when I get to a level of mastery, I will do the thing, the action better. I'll do it with less failure. I'll do it more fluidly, okay, with less drag, and I'll be able to create faster results, which yields to faster income, which then creates higher hourly net worth. Isn't that a beautiful kind of mind thought as you, as you weave your way down this lesson? So continuous learning is about, you know, really understanding the knowledge leads to action and then the action must be improved. And here's what's really cool about getting to a point where the action is improved. When the action is improved, then improvement, listen carefully, reduces the need to learn. It doesn't eliminate it. And I'll give you an example from yesterday. You, you guys know, if you've watched any of the TV episodes, that I'm a pilot. And I have to tell you that, that one of the things that, that I really struggled with early on was landing. And um, you could use this metaphor for the rest of your life. Landing was hard. Landing was hard because I didn't know how to land. And when you're flying an airplane, you need to learn how to land. And so, obviously, you have to be a continuous learner around landing. If any of you have ever flown a plane, you know that every landing is a balancing act of art and science. It's touch and feel, and it's the legitimacy of the aerodynamics of the environment you're in and the plane you're flying. Yesterday, if you can imagine this, um, I, I touched down on a landing that felt like a feather landing on a cloud. So, so that would be code for like the best, softest, just whew, right? That is not <clears throat> normal. I did not wake up one day and, 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 and just say, I'm going to land perfectly today. But I can tell you right now, I don't need to do as much landing practice. I'm not ignorant. I'm not naive. I'm not not understanding the value of landing, which is why I still practice it every month. But I want you to know that when the actions improve and the results improve, then you don't need to improve as much or as fast. So my thought around this particular, this particular idea is, what do I need to learn in practice? so that I get into that auto behavior, that habit, where I have no doubt. I have no fear about what I'm gonna do and how I'm gonna do it. And there's probably five things, probably five things that, you know, if I'm in sales, I'm focusing on, I need to get really good at setting appointments. I need to get really good at deep strategic interviewing. I need to get really good at customized solutions. 
I need to get really good at optimizing the client experience, and I gotta get really, really good, really good in managing the objections that exist between perception of other people that do what I do and the reality of what I know I can deliver. Those are five things. I could add a six, which would be, ultimately you gotta get really good at running a team, which requires knowledge, right? So the whole reason I invented Sales Mastery and why we're in our 26th year this year is because I wanted to be a place where people can gather to achieve mastery. And I'll just tell you this, when you achieve mastery, everything gets easier. When you're not good at a thing, everything is harder. And at the end of the day, I don't have a lot of fun in business when things are hard. I have a lot of fun in business when things are easy. Not easy because business is easy, easy because I'm good. Not easy because rates are low, easy because you're good. Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you on to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25-page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High-Performance Business. These five principles are game-changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25-page ebook, and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.